Kind of person who trusts GPS over local traffic knowledge? Well, if you are, then you're in good company. Today we'll be sharing stories from our past, playing some games, and maybe even performing a live sketch or two. Let's touch a frog and kill it. Grab your knitting needles and a blanket because it's time for three old friends to sit around and sew a new patch into their quilt of friendship. So join me, Dion, under the covers with Christian. Welcome to Patchwork. And Josh. Welcome to Patchwork. Thank you very much for joining us in the new year. It's hey. 2019. We're nearly at 2020. What a big <laughs> event that will be. Looking um, forward to that straight how away. Much, how much is 2019 a transitional year? It's just going to be <laughs> yeah, thrown away. Yeah. 2020 next year. We can guarantee nothing significant will happen this year. Yeah. Um, before we get started, now, um, the three of us were meeting at a bar just before the new year, and it was this really awesome hidden bar um, that I'd been to a few times, and I'd gotten there first, and I was waiting for you guys to arrive, and Josh was the first to arrive after me. Now, given it was a hidden bar, um, Josh, do you remember the question that I asked you when you turned up? I think let's start with what you think a hidden yeah. bar is. What do you mean a hidden you bar? You make it sound is... like it's part of an escape room. No, or it's... <laughs> no it's got no. It, there was like very limited signage okay. down an alleyway. No, that's 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 Dion's prerequisite for going to a bar. <laughs> Wait, so can I find it? No, there, I think it was actually your suggestion for the bar. I'll explain that it, it was down an alleyway. <laughs> it was just down an alleyway. It was a bar down an alleyway. Yeah, hidden. Anyway. Um, <laughs> So you said to me, Dion. You said, "Hey, Josh, did you have any trouble finding it?" Yeah, and do you remember what your response was? What did, what did, what did I say? Your your response was, "I wouldn't say I had trouble." <laughs> <laughs> um, and so I and so I what said to you, "What a difficult response!" <laughs> yeah, I said to you, "What do you mean? Did you did you have trouble finding?" He said, "No, no, no. I wouldn't say I had any trouble." And I was like, "What do you mean by that? What did you mean by that, Josh?" I love that clearly it is just a throwaway bullshit question. You don't really want the answer <laughs> yeah. to. You don't want to be, yeah or nah, and that should be the end of it. So it sounds but like Josh, I, I answered your question truthfully. Yeah, but you had a... So it sounds like just from that sentence, you had pro- a problem with the no, question that I, I was asking. I wouldn't say I had trouble finding it. No, but you have a problem with me asking whether you had trouble finding it. You don't, care, you don't, no, you no, don't think you, I should care. No, if you ask me the question, I will answer it honestly. I won't just throw it away as a general politeness okay, to be like yeah I, I think I think it's because Dion is expecting a second half to that sentence <laughs> yeah that's right okay. I wouldn't say I had trouble finding it <laughs> but yeah so by the reason I said that it was that I wouldn't say I wouldn't say I walked straight in and boom right away but yeah. what me had a bit of trouble did you <laughs> no for me to say I for me to answer unequivocally, yes I had trouble finding it yep. I would have had to go past it and come back to it that's not yep. what happened. What? Yep. Also, don't tell me, Christian, you're on Josh's side. No, I'm on neither of your side ever. <laughs> oh, thank God. Okay. Uh, I don't understand why you're so invested in whether Josh found the place all right, though, Dion. Why, the, if, if it was your place, yep. or if it was in a particular... You said the place and it was really far out, like really hard to get to, like on a farm, down a dirt track... That's when you can ask, did you find all right? Not a not a not a bar not a hidden bar that you can quite easily find on Google Maps. You know what I just worked out? Dion must have really struggled to find it and he wanted to be backed up. Was it just me or did you guys have trouble the too? The first time I went No, I think one of the most impressive things about a bar like that is that I don't know how they market themselves. It must be all word of mouth because they don't have a big neon sign out the front. Yep. All, all other bars do have oh, a yeah. big neon sign. Or, or as Josh would call it, a neon sign probably. <laughs> <laughs> but my, the, how I found it was I had my Google Maps out. It said, go down this alley. And then as I was going down the alley, 
I had to scan around looking for the signs and looking to where it was and I slowed my pace a bit. I didn't go around the alley, see it straight away and go in. No, no, that, that no. That was the separation. That's how I separate it from having trouble or not. You guys are making finding a destination seem like it's turmoil. You just found a place. Yeah. Dion, you set a place. Josh, you found that place. Do you have yeah. a problem with being asked that question, Christian? If you ask that question, did you have trouble finding my house? No, because the, it's your house. It's a different question. If your house... <laughs> but is I've got pre- a hidden house. <laughs> <laughs> no, but if you've given me directions somewhere and those directions have failed me and you ask, did you have trouble finding the place? And I'll say, yep, I did. Maybe next time add this to what you tell people. Yep. But... This is a bar that I directed myself to as well on Google Maps and just followed the map. You yeah. have no investment in the question. No. So why ask it? Well, I think I do have a little bit of investment. I think it's cooler if you have trouble <laughs> if, you have, if you have trouble finding it. It's kind of got a little bit of an edge to it. It's kind of like, oh, it's a cool bar, but also, oh, it's really hidden and you had trouble finding it. <laughs> so, so if Josh had trouble finding it, if he goes, yeah, really hard to find, what's your follow-up? Uh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> So actually, on on the topic of getting lost, one thing I have a lot of trouble with is that when I'm in the car with a friend or if I'm taking an Uber, I never know who to trust. I never know whether I should trust the GPS system. So the other day I got into an Uber and the guy punched in my address and said, are you right for me to follow this on Google Maps? Why did he punch the address? (laughs) He punched it really hard (laughs) at his second phone, likely, that he could pick up. Um, (laughs) And um, and so, yeah, he he punched in his his address. And yeah, I didn't know whether to direct him uh, but he asked you. He was like, "You happy for me to follow the GPS?" Yeah, but then there's that but thing of like whether whether the whether my local knowledge of the area trumps the GPS traffic direction. I can't stand getting into a taxi or an Uber and they go, "Oh, how do you want me to get there?" It's like no, just whatever. Like yeah. number one, taxi, you get me there the fastest way. Yeah. I'm paying for you because you know how to get me there the fastest. Not me. Don't ask me how you want me to get you there. I'll tell you if I've got a separate way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, So you get me there. If I interrupt, Mm. <laughs> <laughs> they were amazing days though. Remember the days you hailed down a cab, you got in the cab and the guy was like, you told him the street that you lived on yep. and would just take you there. Didn't have to look up anything. Yep. Those were those well, were the, the glory those days. Those were the days. No, but <laughs> yeah. they still had GPS, but the dedicated GPS systems as opposed to everyone's phone now. Is this going to be a discussion of dedicated GPS versus phone GPS? But yeah, like everyone has a phone now, so everyone has a GPS. Whereas back in the day, it used to be like, no, you bought a dedicated Navman or a Garmin. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Any others? A Tom Tom. Tom Tom. Yeah. Tom Tom. I don't understand one. the people who have smartphones and use their in-car GPS. It's always yeah. worse. Yep. It's always yeah. worse. The touch my, is always my, worse. My mum still uses hers in her like car that first had GPS, and half the roads are missing. Yeah. There are times she's driving, and it's like just driving on ocean at the moment. <laughs> And then it's like, oh, to upgrade your map, two hundred dollars. Yeah, no thanks. It's really no, strange. Thank you. I bought her a thirty dollars car holder with the magnet. I said, use that. <laughs> Just put your phone there and use that. So she got the car GPS put into, <laughs> the, into the holder. Um, do you think it's rude to be in an Uber or a taxi and having your map up at the same time they have their map up? Great, great question. Uh, it, it, well, you know what it is. There's going to be some moment or something that happens that makes you do that. Yeah. They yeah. take a funny turn and you go, I don't know about this. Yep. Just, uh, we've had, but you got to hide it. I actually did it You yesterday. hide it, but that, that makes it duplicitous. Like, I had I crossed my legs up and kind of held it low so Jesus they couldn't Christ, see it. In the entanglement of your <laughs> snake legs. <laughs> and so, wait, what was the result of it? Did you intervene at any point? No, no, because it was completely fine, but I it was in Hawthorne. The place I was going was in Hawthorne, and I thought 
it says we're going to be there in like two minutes. I thought we're further away than that. Yep. And then I just wanted to confirm that we're going to the right named venue. Yeah, see, I'll I'll pull up my um my Google Maps and plug in the address as a kind of safeguard because I'm so cautious of drivers yeah. taking like a slightly longer route or I know this I know this way. So I do it just as a second check. What about when you're overseas as well? When you have absolutely no idea where the driver is taking you? That's when you can whip it out and go, yeah. Whip it out. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you whip it out and punch it. <laughs> it's cheaper, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. When you're overseas, you're at the complete mercy. Like that, that's yep. the kind of um, scary thing. Sometimes when you're overseas, you're like, I have no recourse here. I have no yep. idea where yeah. I am. I'm just trusting you. I remember when I went overseas, like, you know, 10 years ago or whatever, and uh, the hostel we were at, they gave us a bit of paper. I think it was in Prague or something. They all gave us a little bit of paper. It was like, this is the address. Just give this to your driver and say, take me here. Great. And it worked. And so I was like really wasted coming home one night. And I just was like, oh, oh, I had the thing and so just useful. gave the thing. Yeah, but there yeah. you go. Oh, and got me home. Very useful. Yeah, I feel like uh, apart from being at the mercy for their directions, you're also at the mercy of their driving, which at times is absurdly reckless. <laughs> yeah. Like there's it's this amazing agreement being in an Uber or in a taxi or anywhere where you don't know this person. This person's a complete mm. stranger and you get into the car with them and say, "Take me here. I trust you to do that." Yeah, it's bizarre. Yeah. 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 I, I remember in Malta the taxi driver was going through streets at he was he was boasting he's like let's see if we can get to 140 an hour in these tiny little cracks and my friend and I were holding on it's like there's there's nothing we can do right now don't anger him yeah yeah because he'll go for 160 yeah. what do you like at giving directions to someone that's driving so you're trying to get to your house you're giving directions to the driver i'm very bad at it leave it very late try and yeah. be very conscious yeah, of it leave it very late leave it very yeah. oh you've noticed that i've been in you and my girlfriend as well it's like Cool, just tell me where to turn. Oh, yeah, it was just there. Wouldn't, what are you doing? Pay attention. Wouldn't, like, Wouldn't Josh be easy going in that situation? <laughs> no, it's like I'm really aware of if I'm a passenger directing someone, I'm like, I give very great directions. So it's like, oh, we're going through the next set of lights and then it's the first street on the left after that. Do you know this that. about Josh? Josh thinks he's a really great driver as well. Do you know about? Do you know that? Yeah, absolutely. Thanks. Hang on. Thanks. Thanks. So, so hang on, Josh. Do you give kind of like two warnings in the lead up to a yeah, turn? Yeah. I'll make so it very kind of clear. Say 500 meters till you need to turn left. I seriously 50 meters. Yes. Yeah, just turn on the fucking GPS voice. <laughs> just turn them on. Actually, maybe Josh needs to be the GPS voice. <laughs> great. We need him. And it gets very angry at you really quickly. Yeah. <laughs> you missed that turn. What the hell were you doing? <laughs> Now I've got to reroute us. <laughs> Generally, I'm more than happy to just follow the GPS. And that's what I my kind of default thing to do. So like, say you're at someone's house or something and you go, oh, I'll just pop up to the supermarket and get some stuff. Yep. And they start to tell you how to get there. Oh. I, and they go, oh, yeah, you just head out. And then you go, I'll just go, don't bother. Yeah. yeah. I'm just going to put it in my phone. Yep. There's yeah. no just, need just to do Just give this. me the name of the place yeah. you want me to just go to. Just give me the name. That's yep. such a good point. What surprises me most is when older people try and give you directions to a place, you're kind of like, yeah, yeah, that was their world. It's when young people try and do it. I had a friend last week who tried to give me like turn by turn directions. I was like, I have what? no idea. I, I can't track this. I have no idea of the road system. I know that the roads are made from bitumen and that is it. <laughs> yeah. And then they get judgmental. Yeah, about the bitumen. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it's like, it's you've got it. What a bitch mum <laughs> but you've got a really simple thing that it, it's like it's not difficult to just pump it into your gps yeah i'm yeah, pumping yeah. it in now yeah. he's punching it in <laughs> but like it's super it's not like an onerous thing to try and put it into your gps like i'll just type in the yeah. name of the thing and it just goes off straight away i had an occasion where i realized i don't i'm getting worse at giving directions knowing where yeah. i am i'm losing mm. my sense of direction because of the phone but it's not just i i don't think it's it's 
exclusive to when I'm driving around. Josh and I went to Meredith Music Festival um, last year and there was a moment at night where I was kind of walking, just head in the clouds, to the bathroom. Head in the clouds, was it? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And I left the toilets, looked up and was like, oh, it's pitch black. I didn't look where I was going to get here. And getting to the toilets is really easy from where we camp. Oh, from the campsite. But but for some reason, I didn't look around to which bathroom I went to. I couldn't remember. So I was like, well, I'll look in my phone. Couldn't because we're in a camping ground. And I freaked out. And I was just looking around going, I literally don't know how to get back to my friends now. And it's dark. What'd you do? Just wandered around for 20 minutes. And then I... (laughs) And then I found, I don't know how, I just stumbled on something that I was like, oh, that looks familiar. And I just, but my, but my senses were heightened, like really heightened. I was grasping on anything. I'm like, okay, try to remember what did the trees look like when they cast a shadow when you walked? <laughs> it's hard when that happens to someone like me uh, when I park in a car park. Yeah. I, get, I always forget what my car is. The yeah. worst, always. The worst always. one I have is parking out the front of my house because it's such a common occurrence that some, you don't always get the same spot. So there's an occasional time when you've parked it, like if there's no spots, I have to park it down the road a bit. It's like, I have no idea where my car is. Normally it's Great. in this space here. I love it's just that. not there. Christian's story legitimate. My story legitimate. Josh, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I know. You get lost outside the front of your house. You don't know where your car is. I didn't say I got lost <laughs> out the front of my house. <laughs> <laughs> oh, where am I? Where am I? My head's in the clouds. <laughs> no, but that, Christian, do you think that's ridiculous? It is ridiculous, Josh. Because you sometimes don't know where your car's your, parked. Your, no, wait a second, Josh. <laughs> your, your terror is momentary. You go, okay, it's not here. It's not right in the front of my house. It must be in that second place that I sometimes forget that I park. Yeah. Yep, that's momentary. Dion losing his car when he parks it, <laughs> that is prolonged. Yeah. <laughs> Throughout 33 years yeah. of driving. There's a normally- I've, I've had like six different cars. I've left <laughs> yeah, five of them. Right. Who knows where? Yeah. <laughs> that would be amazing. Imagine losing, actually losing a car, not being able to recover a car. Oh, you mean you lost your keys? No, no. I lost my car. <laughs> Josh, can you just go out the front of your house? I think my car might be there. <laughs> And now it's time for Oh Wow of the Week. Oh Wow. Oh Wow. Oh Wow. A cockroach will live for weeks without its head before it starves to death. (laughs) Oh Wow. Oh Wow. Oh Wow. Oh Wow. Now it's time for the Roibus Challenge, the first of 2019. Uh, the Roibus Challenge is where we contact a company to seek uh, consumer justice. Um, and this week's Roibus Challenge is, I think, our first listener-submitted Roibus Challenge. Right. And it's direct from London. Wow. wow. Uh, from Lachlan in London. Christian. <gasps> wow. <laughs> Christian, can you play the theme music? And we'll never buy Roibus. Don't know if it's just me. It's got nothing to do with tea. We just want everything for free. Now, Lachlan bought an expensive, fancy outdoor tent mid last year. A fancy outdoor tent. Fancy. His word or your word? Uh, his, word. His, word. <laughs> his word. His word. His <laughs> word. In in London. In London. Yeah. Um, the tent company outsources its repairs and warranties to a another company. Let's call that company Cascade Designs because that's their real name. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Lachlan sent in a series of emails, which we're gonna. Uh, 
act out for you today. Um, and we'll hope you, it'll give you an idea of uh, his, uh, his frustration, you could say. Um, so, Josh, you're going to be Lachlan. Okay, thank you. And Christian, you're going to be Cascade. Thank you. Alrighty. Uh, so, first email. Mm-hmm. Here you go. Hi, MSR warranty team. Excellent Great start. Team, hot start. I bought a MSR Hubba Hubba tent this time last year. Oh, Lachlan. <laughs> very amorous tent. Yeah, isn't it? Um, unfortunately, when using it the other weekend, I noticed holes slash slits opening up on the fly along the pole line on the spine. That's a very amorous sentence. <laughs> holes and slits opening on the fly. <laughs> The tent hasn't had much use. I took it on a seven-day trip when I first bought it and then just a couple of weekends since. It also hasn't been in any extreme weather. Mm-hmm. Only just British <laughs> drizzle. <laughs> you know what I mean, Cascade. <laughs> I also dry and clean it following every trip. Would you be able to organise a replacement fly and poles given how poorly mine has fared thus far? Right. Kind regards, Lachlan. So a week later had passed and then uh, Lachlan had to follow up again. Because he hadn't heard anything from Cascade. Hi, warranty team. He's just cut it down now. <laughs> yeah. It's just warranty team. He's getting angrier. <laughs> uh, have you had a chance to review my previous email? It'd be great <laughs> if you could get back to me to let me know what the next steps are. Kind regards, Lachlan. Lachlan's still being very polite at this stage, yeah. which is great. Yeah, he's keeping his cool for now. <laughs> Hello, Lachlan. We didn't receive your first email. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> We didn't receive your first email. We are sorry to hear you're having trouble with your fly sheet and poles. If you send it in to the address below located in Ireland, it will be repaired or replaced. Regards. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Regards. Ch- Chamha. It's an Irish name, right? Uh, it's like Siobhan. It's yeah, C-I-A-M-H-A. Yeah. Shima. Shima. Regards. Shima. So you might remember that Lachlan lives in uh, London and so he asks because the uh, repair place is in Ireland if there's a postage paid option. He estimates it will cost over £20 to send it to Ireland. Hello Lachlan. No, we don't cover postage as we provide a collection centre. However, we do cover the cost of returning it to you. Regards. Hi Kiama. <laughs> That's what I'm going with. <laughs> Uh, the collection centre is 443 <laughs> kilometres from where I live. Not exactly easy to drop my tent off there. This is quite disappointing as the product has failed in quite a short amount of time, yet I'm expected to pay for it to be sent for repair. Is it possible you could speak to your colleagues or boss to organise for postage to be covered? Kind regards, Lachlan. Great. Starting to escalate. <laughs> yeah, Introduce just... the idea of escalation. <laughs> Hello, Lachlan. That is our company policy, I'm afraid. Please send them in and we will repair them for you. Regards, Chama. Anyway, <laughs> um, Lachlan ends up sending it as, at his own expense, um, which obviously some, there'll be some leaves deducted off that. <laughs> We're not following that up. But he also had to follow up with them uh, Yeah, once again. Hi, Sharma. Is there any update on the progress of my tent? I sent it direct to the Ireland address as flagged in one of my previous emails below. Kind regards, Lachlan. Anyway, basically it goes on and they deny it's been received and Lachlan sends oh. through evidence and that, that it did in fact try to send it and they say they have no record of having received the parcel. Oh, no. it's, it's been escalated to someone else. Hi, Eileen. <laughs> Come on, Eileen. <laughs> the courier company... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's great. Like it's that. the standard. It's exactly the standard, <laughs> yeah. what we said. The courier company have confirmed that the parcel was delivered to the address specified on 27 September at 8.26 and signed by C. McCarthy. 
It'd be great if this issue could be resolved quickly. Kind regards, Lachlan. I'm really liking the specificity yeah, now. Yeah, it's excellent. Uh, I agree. Hi, Lachlan. I have checked here, given the information you provided. We did not receive the tent, and we do not have a C. McCarthy working here. Oh. So it looks like your tent has gone astray. We are not producing the Hubba Hubba anymore, <laughs> but we can offer you a Hubba Hubba NX as a replacement. The next generation Hubba Hubba. <laughs> if this is okay with you, can you forward me on your address and we can get that sent to you? My apologies again for this. I really can't explain what has happened. Anyway, it goes literally on and on when they're asking for proof of delivery and Long Lo- Lachlan Jesus. sends it through and it just goes for ages. And finally, um, they ask whether Lachlan can follow up the, the courier himself. Um, so Lachlan asks, Hi Sharma, I am more than happy for you to follow up with Parcel Force yourself. The best contact is Marietta on phone number. Though I would warn that from my experience, following up with them is quite a time consuming process. So he follows up, um, and then then Cascade, in their final bit of correspondence, get back to Lachlan with this. Which is why they make it difficult and people usually give up. (laughs) It will leave here on Friday and you should have it by next Wednesday. Regards, Xiaoma. Yeah. So I reckon Lachlan did pretty well there. That was a pretty damn good effort. Like he had a 10, he only had it for a couple of weeks, went to return it. A lot of persistence, stayed calm. I would have liked him to get a little bit ruder though, Josh. My my biggest thing, so they seem to have a pretty good turnaround on, oh, I have a new 10 instead. I reckon they very well did receive it and completely stuffed something up. Really? Yeah, because the way they were like, oh, completely disinterested at first, you didn't send it. He's like, I definitely sent it. They're like, uh, have a new one. So so you reckon they were aware that they had received it? I reckon they got it for sure. Totally. And if that's their policy, it's like, just keep giving them the ring around. Like, how hard is it for them to push him off for a bit longer? Yep. I would love two things, Lachlan. I would love you to send Patchwork a photo of the Hubba Hubba NX. (laughs) Yeah. And I would love to know the difference between the NX (laughs) and the standard, the OG Hubba Hubba. Very good point, (laughs) Christian, because I I get the feeling that an NX sounds like an upgraded tent. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Or or it's like the micro version. It could go the other way. <laughs> the, the pet version, just, just the hubba. <laughs> it's a pet. It's a pet tent. Um, so uh, in D- light, Dion oh, leaves. We need leaves. Yeah, for yeah. So, so, so you might remember last season we had Trent who uh, managed to get a new car. Yeah, <laughs> that is the best way to say that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he basically put, <laughs> for all intents and purposes, the Rovers challenge to bed. Um, <laughs> so just like a lot of you had trouble um, tracking uh, our. Um, 50s noir serial Mr. Minute. A lot of you have had trouble tracking the scoring system in the Rovers <laughs> Challenge, um, particularly given that it goes to a decimal place. So for 2019, we're actually going to uh, revamp the scoring system, remove the decimal place, um, and include a lot more feedback <laughs> <laughs> of people who undertake the Rovers Challenge. So, Lachlan, um, I thought you did an excellent job. Uh, your persistence was admirable. Unfortunately, it's the outcome in the Rovers Challenge that we really look for, um, and really all you got was uh, a new tent albeit the NX it was the NX <laughs> um, but I would like to award you for this Robus challenge seven Robus leaves out of ten seven leaves great out of strong ten. start to 2019 yeah. what, what were you what were you expecting to get what, what would be a high Robus for that 
I think I was. I think you're always expecting some form of compensation. Yeah. So it was a replacement, yeah. and I know you guys thought that Trent's uh, car replacement was amazing, but it was just a replacement. That's true. <laughs> Great. But it yeah. was like for like. We want like for more. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Because Lachlan did have to pay that initial postage. He did. So he's a little With bit down parcel force. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> parcel force, pumping it out and punching it out as well. Um, but great job, Lachlan. Um, we encourage you all to email us. If you email us at hello at welcometopatrick.com.au or hit us up on social media with your story, um, screenshots are appreciated. Forgive me, Father, for I have sinned. It's been five patches since my last confession. Well, it's uh, good to have you back here, my son. And uh, welcome to the booth. And Happy New Year. Oh, thank you very much, Father. Did you do it? Oh, actually, I'll just get into the confession. No, no, that's okay. It's <laughs> it's hard in here sometimes. Not many people come for a chat. Did you go down to the beach? <laughs> yeah, I went for a walk on the pier. Great. Father, <laughs> just before Christmas at work, I went to do a, a coffee run. And I didn't ask my work colleagues if they wanted a coffee. Oh, oh my son. Is it common protocol in your office to do a coffee run and ask around? Well, I'd say it's common protocol to do that worldwide <laughs> and not just in my office. Well, I mean, if your office has many people, perhaps it would be difficult to oh, buy them all a coffee. I mean, in the <laughs> church, I, I ask the altar boys, hey, boys. <laughs> Could I get you a coffee? But they're too young for coffee. So they stick to the wine. I think we could agree that you must at least ask your local area if they would like a coffee. I know, but I was I was stressed and, and I guess that it was confusing for me because I actually don't drink coffee at all. <laughs> so I didn't really understand why I was going on the run. Well, Plus I would have spilled everything if it was a run. <laughs> My... My son, this is this is definitely a sin. A small one, but a sin. It's a one sugar. <laughs> your penance is to go to your local cafe, buy enough coffees to almost fill your loyalty card, and then every time you go back to that cafe, forget the loyalty card at home. <laughs> that hurts, Father. Thank you, Father. <laughs> excuse me. Oh, excuse me. Sorry. Thank, thank you. Forgive me, Father, for I've sinned. It has been five patches since my last confession. Ah, and how was your New Year's Eve? <laughs> it was great. I also went down the beach, but only had one set of footprints <laughs> left behind me. <laughs> Father, forgive me. I've sinned. I was waiting in line at a fast food restaurant and I was talking with my friends. So when I finally got to the front of the queue, I hadn't decided what I wanted to order yet. Oh. You forgetful fool. What was the cuisine of the restaurant you were? Ah, uh, it was burgers and chicken. Burgers and chicken. That sounds like quite a... Cons- <laughs> that sounds like quite the cuisine. <laughs> yeah. That's the name of the restaurant. Burgers and chicken. Okay. Dot okay. com. <laughs> so, burgers and chickens, my son. My son, was there a long queue that you had to wait in? I was waiting for about 10 minutes. 
10 minutes. And in 10 minutes, you didn't make up your mind. Not at all. I didn't even peruse the board. <laughs> and what did you end up ordering, my son? Jerk chicken. <laughs> and were you content with the jerk? I licked my fingers. <laughs> it was good. Well, my son, life is a balancing game. We stare at the scales of justice and always wonder, burger or chicken? Today you erred on the side of chicken with great reward. But be careful, my son, for beneath the curtain lurks the tainted chicken. Your penance is to man the church's new drive through confessional. <laughs> oh, thank you, Father. It's, um, I'll see you next Sunday. Thank you, Father. Thank you. No problem. Really, really good. You know what's really, really good? Really, really good. You know what's really, really good? You know what's really good? When the bottle of soft drink you opened a few weeks ago still has a little bubble left in it. Really good. Really good. Really good. Do you know what's really good? Getting a whopper of a twisty. <laughs> really good. Really good. Really good. Really good. Do you know what's really good? Using your girlfriend's bag to store your belongings. <laughs> really, good. Good. really good. Really good. Um, and we love hearing you're really good. So make sure that you jump onto our Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter and submit your really goods to us. At the moment, we're running a competition where we're giving away some socks and some Welcome to Patchwork stickers for the best really good for that um, period of time. So jump on and contribute. And from one of our recent winners of Really Good Friday, the sock and sticker dinner, you know what Morgan Charles thinks is really good? When you bite into a clinker and it's the colour you guess. <laughs> ah, really, good, really, good, really good. Do you know what Eric Mewburn thinks is really good? When you overtake another runner while pushing a pram. <laughs> really, really good. good. Really, good. really good. And do you know what Selena Robertson thinks is really good? When you're given a toy as a present and batteries are included. Oh, really, <laughs> really good. good. Really, really good. Really, really good. You know what's there? Thank you very much for listening to Welcome to Patchwork for another week. This week, I'm going to give you three choices to be the best patchworker you can be. Your first choice is to go to patreon.com forward slash welcome to patchwork and support us month to month. That is the best patchworker. <laughs> the second best patchworker would follow us on social media and tell your friends to listen to us if you enjoy listening to the show. The third best patchworker would rate our podcast on Apple Podcast. The fourth best patchworker would not listen to our show. Um, is there one who would do all of the above? <laughs> yes, there is. There is. We've got about 4,000 of yeah. them. Um, Christian, um, in the last two patches, we have been supporting other podcasts. So yes. we've been making a commitment to support yes. other podcasts because that's what we're asking people to do with ours. Who yes. have you supported this week, Christian? Uh, I have signed up uh, to support Song Exploder, which is a podcast where the host gets particular bands in and they dissect a song of theirs and they break 
break it apart with individual tracks. They take you through the writing process. It's a really great, if you're into music or just into how production of music is, it happens, it's a really great podcast for that. So that's Song Exploder. And it is official. We are doing a live show, so make sure you uh, get your tickets for that. Uh, patrons will have first access. Some of patrons will actually have uh, free tickets. Yes, they will. So yeah. thank you to our patrons for that, and it should be a lot of fun. We're really excited to, uh, to catch up with you guys. Hmm. And as we do every week, we sew a new patch into our quilt of friendship. Christian, what did you sew into your patch this week? Thank you, Dion. This week I sewed into my patch. Josh, worried about a missed turnoff, glancing at the phone hidden in his socks to double-check the route chosen by his Uber driver, a headless cockroach who's absolutely starving. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Josh... What did you sew into your patch this week? Christian, uh, my patch this week was Parcel Force using a Top Tom <laughs> GPS to navigate the 443 kilometres to the Irish Collection Centre, but still having trouble finding it. <laughs> Dion, what patch did you sew this week? My patch this week is me spilling 120 coffees at work, but luckily my team is protected by the Hubba Hubba NX10. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to Welcome to Patchwork this week. I've been Dion. I've been Josh. And I've been Christian. Goodbye. 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 Hi, Kiyama. Is, I, I, but it's annoyed that I've got that name wrong. Yeah. It's really it's, annoying. Should we look it it'll up? It'll be Sharma. Yeah, it'll be Sharma. Sharma. It'll be Sharma, yeah. Sharma? Yeah. Because it's... Sean is like CI sometimes and Siobhan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sharma? Yeah. Hi, Sharma. Very simple. Kiva. Kiva. That one is pronounced so incorrectly throughout the world. It's Kiva.